This is an AMI podcast. Welcome back. You are watching now with Dave Brown live on AMI TV. Or maybe you're listening to the podcast on demand on the mighty AMI-audio podcast network. Don't forget to like, subscribe, review, five-star rating, share with your friends, all that good stuff. The haunted season is in full swing. Venues are transforming to capture the spirit of Halloween, from ghosts to goblins and everything in between. There's an event out there that will spook you. Derek Lackey is a community reporter in Winnipeg. He's going to highlight a few events in his neck of the creepy woods. Hey, good morning, Derek. Good morning, Dave. How's it going? Derek, I am good. So there's a couple events going on around you. One in particular is the Haunted Forest in St. Adolphe, Manitoba. How scary is this event going to be? You know what? This event is fantastic. It's put on every year by the Amazing Corn um, Farm out here, where they do everything from sunflowers to petting zoos to ice mazes. And at Halloween time, we pull out the Forbidden Forest, where we can go out and enjoy ourselves here in the Haunted Forest. And you know what? This event is well done every year. We have amazing actors out there that are uh, auditioned and portrayed as various Halloween spooks and ghouls. And it is just an all-around good time as you are dumped off at the opening of the Haunted Forest. And you need to make your way through without either losing your lunch or crying. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, losing your lunch or crying, you're a parent. How appropriate would this be for maybe a younger child or a younger family? So this event, they do have recommended showtimes for younger children. Uh, if it is something you're interested in, it's much more family friendly between that 3.30 to 5.30 type range. So it is earlier. There is still quite a bit of light out. And that is going to be the time if you do have some younger kids, you're going to want to bring them with you, obviously keeping them very close. Um, because it it can be a little overwhelming and spooky. Uh, obviously not for my little guy. He's he's a crazy little kid just like myself. <laughs> and we quite enjoy being uh, being scared or people trying to scare us. But um, definitely there is a better show time for younger kids, and that's that three thirty to five thirty range. Okay, fantastic. And there are some points of contact here, cornmaze.ca, cornmaze.ca to learn a little bit more. And uh, this haunted forest is going to be running all the way till October the 29th in St. Adolphe. Tickets, $33.50 for adults, $31.50 for children under 12. Sticking with the forest theme here, Derek, the Deer Meadow Farms will be holding its annual Halloween festivities on Friday the 13th. That lines up nicely. The space is described as a forbidden forest. What's the scoop? So the Forbidden Forest uh, is is also another uh, event that they put on at Deer Meadow. Uh, for the younger children, they have the Fairy Tale Forest, um, where it's much more oriented for children. We took Nino, I think it was last year, and it's fantastically done for the young kids. All about the fairy tales, everything from Red Riding to the Three Little Pigs. And as they make their way through and they either answer some riddles or help answer some questions, they get little pieces of candy as they go. Perfect, perfect scenario for kids. Wonderfully done. 
couldn't rave about it anymore. The Forbidden Forest, definitely more older kid and adult oriented, including even a blood bar at the end where adults can stop and get themselves a little beverage after, after making their way through. But much again, uh, actors, you know, auditioning to get uh, various roles. They've added two new dioramas this year um, that they're adding to their over 20 diorama set throughout their forest out there. Can't wait to go out and check it out again this year. But definitely uh, a spookier time inside the Forbidden Forest than the fairy tale. <laughs> Derek, I can I can feel your enthusiasm a little bit here. Sometimes you're a little bit reserved, but I can tell that you're pretty excited about this stuff. What's your vibe on Friday the 13th? Are you superstitious at all about it? Not superstitious at all, Dave. I have always been uh, a big one for ghouls, goblins, aliens, uh, the very creepy scary you know decrepit all that kind of stuff it's it's right up my alley always has been um that's kind of been my movie journey too i've always been big into horror movies i still haven't found a movie to actually scare me and and it's a big thing every year <laughs> big thing every year for halloween people try to try to scare me and especially since losing my eyesight is trying to come up and and, and scare me which amanda is, i've kept trying to get her to take me to a couple of the hidden forests or haunted forests <laughs> And, uh, you know, she sits there, she always says the same thing every year. She's like, well, what's the point? Nobody can scare you. It's, <laughs> you're going to either hear them coming or you just, it, you're just used to things pumping out at you. But it's the fun of being there. It's the fun of making your way through. It's the fun of watching the actors try and just eventually give up because they can't scare me. Derek, you are a more resilient soul than I. I. I used to be like you. I used to be able to watch the horror movies and have no problem with it, and now I uh, get a little emotionally beat up. That said, I've uh, seen the commercials for the new Exorcist movies, and I think I'm going to go because it looks absolutely terrifying, but I like I like watching the good stuff. You know, like I'm at this point where I'm not going to watch the bad horror movies anymore, but when I see something that I like, I'm going to take the plunge and sacrifice the fact that I won't sleep for three or four days afterwards. Well, the the ringtone on my phone happens to be the theme for The Exorcist. So I mean, I'm 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 all I'm all about creeping out the people, especially when they're all sitting there and somebody goes, "Is that The Exorcist?" And I'm I'm answering my phone, and they're like, "What is wrong with this guy?" Oh my gosh! <laughs> I remember being I remember being sighted going to see Paranormal Activity in the theater, and in the one movie where the little girl gets picked up by her ponytail and people were screaming their face off in the theater you just heard this one lonely hysterical laugh <laughs> and it was me sitting in my chair laughing hilariously and then i heard people yelling at me like what is wrong with you you're a psychopath oh my gosh the power of derek lackey compels you derek thank you for this have a great day you too, Dave. Thanks. Deer Meadow Farms will be holding its annual Halloween festivity on October the 13th. For more information, DeerMeadowFarms.com. All that stuff's going to go up on the blog after the show, ami.ca slash now. And Derek Lackey is a community reporter in Winnipeg, Manitoba. Coming up in 60 seconds, Amanda Shikarchi has a story all about the very popular series, Only Crimes in the Building. But first, there are questions about the durability of the iPhone 15 Pro. Mike Dubusky has the story in Tech Trends. 
Some online reviewers, such as YouTube's Jerry Rig Everything, yeah, I'm gonna be honest, I did not see that one coming. I found the glass on the new iPhone 15 Pro cracks easily under pressure. We saw the video, not only that one, but another video that was also showing cracks on the back glass. Consumer Reports Maria Ryasich says they tested the 15 Pro, dropping it a hundred times onto a concrete surface, finding no damage. They also applied over a hundred pounds of pressure to the phone. And we went up to 110 pounds of force. It didn't crack. That's quite a lot of force. She says the phones in the videos were likely defective. There's, you know, many, many phones. A small percentage will have some sort of a failure. It doesn't mean that it's a characteristic of the model. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC News. Thank you very much, Mike. Amanda Shikarchi, today's entertainment story comes from the season finale of a very, very popular show. Yes, thanks, Dave. And it's actually a show that I've actually been following recently. I do have some catching up to do, but I do like it. So the finale of Only Murders in the Building dropped on Disney Plus yesterday. Hulu also announced that there will be season four. The fictional show follows three neighbors, Charles, played by Steve Martin, Oliver, played by Martin Short, and Mabel, played by Selena Gomez. They started a podcast after their former resident, Tim Kono, was murdered. However, the current case is solving Ben's murder, who is the lead actor in Oliver's play. So, Dave, why do you think the true crime genre is so popular? I uh, still don't quite understand, Amanda. I, I, I know that people connect with it. I don't know if it's they put themselves in the shoes of the victim or they put themselves in the shoes of the criminal. I, I don't have a good theory on why true crime remains so popular, but I can objectively tell you, oh, goodness gracious, Amanda, it is super popular. Everybody I'm talking to uh, is telling me about what true crime series they're into or what podcast they're into. To. So I, I I have no clue. I can't figure it out. It's one of the great mysteries in my time. Why do you think it's so popular? So I'm going to go a little deep here because um, I am definitely a crime junkie. I love reading like mysteries, thrillers, and true crime podcasts. So I'm going to go a little bit with psychology. I find it interesting to analyze people's behavior when it comes to, you know, what motivated them to commit the crime and also what was happening in their life during the time of the crime to decide to act out in that way. Because, you know, once you analyze people's behavior and their environment, you can kind of understand why they do what they do. So I find that aspect to crime shows very fascinating when you try to figure out who did it. Um, so what elements do you look for when watching crime shows? Again, not a big fan of, of like the genre of true crime, but I do enjoy crime shows. So like the Breaking Bads, the Sopranos, the Better Call Saul's, uh, Oz. I, I love movies like Goodfellas and Casino and bank heist movies. So I think what I look for, Amanda, in the kind of crime content that I consume is I look for moral ambiguity. 
I like characters that are flawed. I like good guys that have big time flaws in their personalities. I like bad guys that have redeeming qualities. I like even being able to move away from any notion of good guy or bad guy. I like it when it's just feeling a little bit more slice of life and an ethical and moral examination of a life of crime. And a couple of the shows and movies that I mentioned there do that really, really well. So what I look for is moral ambiguity and character conflict in my crime content. What about you? I love that. And especially when you have like the big plot twist of the reveal where like the person you think most would not be capable of committing the crime ends up being the one who does it. I always find that so fascinating. And one show that I think that I've, other than Only Murders, that I thought did a really good job of the execution is um, this show called Big Sky, which sadly not being renewed for um, season four, but I thought the writing was great. And I do like when you have crime shows that let you be in the heads of the detectives as well as the people who are committing the crime because I feel like you get a multi-perspective. Yeah. And I love seeing the scenes in the courtroom. Those are always so fascinating to watch. Yeah, multi-narrative storytelling. Definitely a fan of that as well. Amanda, thank you for this. Have a great day. Thank you so much. That's Amanda Shikarchi with the Entertainment Report coming up after the break. I've got the regional news update, and then uh, you'll find out how upset Brock Richardson is at the Blue Jays' performance yesterday in Game 1 of their playoff series against the Minnesota Twins. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.